Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today. And uh, we got a lot to talk about as the Islanders host the Buffalo Sabres tonight, a 6 o'clock Eastern time start at the Nassau Coliseum. We'll break all of the game down. We'll preview it, take a look at the Sabres and what to expect. We've also got our Islanders birthday of the day. And I'm going to talk about a couple of Islanders on the show who are struggling a little bit and need to pick things up and what might happen that could help them get there. So lots to discuss on today's show, but look, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that is on your mind. You could follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Before we get too far into the Islanders situation, uh, some potentially bad news that concerns the Islanders without a question. Uh, The New Jersey Devils, their next few games have been canceled. Approximately 10 players have have been placed on the COVID list. Can't say they tested positive for COVID-19, but they were placed on the COVID reserve list. And that means that uh, the Devils' next few games have been postponed. And that concerns the Islanders for a couple of reasons. Uh, The first reason is this, and it's more of a short-term concern. Who did the New Jersey Devils play this past weekend? You guessed it, the Buffalo Sabres, the same team the Islanders are playing tonight and again on Thursday. So obviously we have to watch and make sure that none of the Sabres test positive and hopefully, therefore, none of the Islanders will then have positive COVID test or need to go on the COVID reserve list. And then obviously the second issue is that this now means that six teams have already had a significant number of games postponed as a result of players going on the COVID list. And the schedule is already tight. It's compressed. There are less off dates and more, you know, more back-to-back games than we normally have, and 
look, the travel is reduced, that offsets it to a certain extent, and the fact that all games are within the division, but the NHL is facing a situation where they're trying to make up a lot of games late in the season, and that creates some potential issues. Now, this could help the Islanders, or it could hurt the Islanders. Obviously, uh, if the Islanders don't have any or many games postponed, and they stick close to a normal quote-unquote schedule or, you know, play their games as scheduled. That certainly benefits them if other teams have to play, you know, three games in four nights or whatever the case may be. Uh, So that could help them. But then again, of course, you know, the more different teams that are affected by COVID, the more likely that the Islanders eventually will get affected by it when you consider that, you know, teams in your division get it, uh, or are affected by it, that can create a snowball effect where there are seven other teams in the division and you're going to play those seven teams, it does indeed create a a difficult situation. So hopefully uh, the league is able to keep things uh, safe as possible and the Islanders are not very affected by the COVID situation. Wanted to switch gears now and talk about Matthew Barzal. And Barzy, you know, we mentioned it on the show yesterday. The Islanders have scored 19 goals so far through their first nine games, and Matthew Barzal has 10 points. So he's been involved in more than half of the Islanders' goals that were scored so far this year. And that's a problem on a number of levels, but at the end of the day, one complaint that Barry Trotz has had is that Barzi is taking too many penalties right now. And here's what, you know, look, Barzal was the one who took the penalty uh, in overtime, a high stick, and it wasn't intentional, but it was careless. And it was a... There was no doubt about the call. Scott Lawton got a stick in his face, which is something we don't really ever want to see, but it was certainly a problem. And, you know, you can't have Barzi in the penalty box. Barry Trotz basically saying, he's a guy we need on the ice. He's got to clean that up for us. So you can't have your best player in the penalty box. No question about that. He's got 24 penalty minutes through the nine games. Now, no Islanders player has led the team in penalty minutes and points since Mike Comrie did it back in 2007-2008. And look, I don't think this is a trend, but Barzal has to stay out of the penalty box a little bit more, if only because the Islanders... You know, they struggle to score goals and they can't afford to be shorthanded all that often. And look, right now, Barzi, he's off to the kind of start where he could run away with the Islanders' point total. And we'll see. We'll see. I don't think that he'll remain near the top in penalty minutes. And if he does, that's a very, very bad sign for the New York Islanders. So, you know, nothing 
earth-shatteringly bad at this point, but it's something to keep an eye on, and it's something that Barzi has to do. You know, you want to be an elite player in this league, you can't take stupid penalties, especially in overtime where it ended up costing the Islanders the hockey game. All right, we've got a lot more to discuss. We will talk about a couple of Islanders that need to get into gear. There's more than a couple, but we'll talk about them. Uh, two in particular, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day and our look ahead to the game in, against Buffalo at the Coliseum tonight. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait until the counterman orders the parts on his computer choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer, too, and you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they've got everything that you need, from engine control modules to brake parts tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Islander fans, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the second line right now, which is frustrating without a question. And usually that is the B&B line is what I like to call it. It's it's uh, Bavillier, Nelson, and Bailey. And obviously Anthony Bavillier out of the lineup right now, unavailable, on the injured reserve with that lower body in injury, may be back, realistically, by the end of this week. And we're waiting to see, but Bailey at least seemed to be coming out of his slump a little bit over the weekend, seems to be playing a little bit better under the circumstances, but that leaves Brock Nelson. And I'll tell you, I am very perplexed by Brock Nelson because the one thing that we always can count on Brock Nelson for is consistency. And, you know, most of the time, goal scorers, guys who are big scorers, they tend to be a little bit streaky. And they'll go five or six games where everything they touch, it seems like it goes in the back of the net. And then... They'll have, you know, three or four games where they struggle and don't seem to be getting anything going. But Brock Nelson has scored every year uh, 
between 19 and 26 goals every year between his first full season in the NHL, uh, his second full season, excuse me, in 2014, uh, uh, 2015, all the way through last year. And last year, you know, he had 26 goals in just 68 games before the season was canceled. And here he is, nine games in, two goals, three points, both goals coming on the power play. And in the last three games, one shot on goal total for Brock Nelson. And that's just un-Brock Nelson-like. I, I don't know uh, how else to explain that. And it is important for the Islanders to get Brock Nelson going. He needs to uh, emerge because, look, we know the the top line has been really getting almost all of the offense lately has been as a result of the play of the top line for the Islanders. And you can't have the second line just MIA. And Brock Nelson, one shot on goal in three games when you're playing between 16 and 17 minutes a game, you can't have those kind of numbers. So Nelson... I always liked him. I don't think there's any realistic chance that the Islanders are looking to bench Brock Nelson. But at the same time, if this team is going to get out of this 0-3-2 slump and is going to start to score enough goals to win consistently, they need Brock Nelson to get back on track. I mentioned in the last three games, he has the one assist. He is a minus four in the last three games, took four penalty minutes, and has the one shot on goal total. And, you know, before that, in the second game against the Devils and the first game against the Capitals that started the road trip, he had three shots on goal in each game. They need Brock Nelson to get back on track. And... Again, it's it's you, when you're slumping, when you're struggling, you go back to basics and you start to concentrate on what it is that got you there. And I think that's what Brock Nelson really needs to do. More than anything else, he needs to get the second line back and just go back to basics. Go back to basics, and get things moving. And if I'm Barry Trotz, as long as Anthony Bevilier is not available, I really want either Oliver Wallstrom or Kiefer Bellows added to that second line. Don't give me Leo Komarov, who, you know, is a decent role player when he's on his game, but is really a third or fourth line player on most teams. Give me a guy with a little offense, Give me a guy who can help bring out some of the better things that Brock Nelson does. I have been impressed most of the time with Kiefer Bellows. He's got a heavy shot. And when he gets that shot off, you know, goalies have to take note. And I would love to see him or Wallstrom plugged into that second line until Bevilier is able to return. And I just think that that overall would really be 
the best move for Barry Trotz to make. Whether or not he ends up doing that, we will see tonight when the Islanders announce their lineup. But right now, Brock Nelson, get back to basics, get into position, get down, you know, low to get rebounds, tips, uh, get those shots from the face-off circles on in and, and make those plays that you are so capable of making. Brock Nelson is efficient, consistent, and one of the more reliable Islanders, both on the ice and in the locker room. I am confident that we will see him back to his old self sooner rather than later. All right, still a lot more to come on today's show. We have got our Islanders' birthday of the day, plus a preview of tonight's game against the Sabres at the Coliseum. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. Are we ready for the game? Well, you can make the game even more exciting by placing a wager on the game, and basically there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust that's BetOnline.com. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That means if you deposit $100, they'll put $50 more into your account absolutely free. And look, the Super Bowl is the biggest betting event of the year. You can bet on who's going to win the game with the point spread. You could say who's going to win the coin toss, who's going to score the first touchdown, who'll be the MVP, or you could take your knowledge of the Islanders and the NHL and put that to good use and make some money that way. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, get in on the action, and don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues, breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast wherever you get podcasts. Okay, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and today is the 44th birthday for former Islanders winger Mark Parrish. Parrish originally drafted by the Colorado Avalanche in the third round back in 1996, started his NHL career with the Florida Panthers, but joined the Islanders in 2000-2001 just as the team was starting to get good again. And uh, he appeared in the playoffs for three straight years with the Islanders. His best season came in 2001-2002 when he had 30 goals and 60 points. The 30 goals, by the way, was his career high. Later played for the Kings, the Wild, the Stars, the Lightning, and the Sabres. Finished with 722 NHL games, 216 goals, and 387 points. And uh, also played in 27 playoff games, adding five goals and nine points there. One of his better games with the Islanders, November 24th, 2001 at the Coliseum. 
the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, as they were known back then, come to town. They start Steve Shields in goal, while the Islanders had Garth Snow back when he was still a player. In the first period, German Titov got the Ducks on the board first with an unassisted goal at 8-13, but late in the first period, Roman Hammerlich scores unassisted for the Isles, 1-1 after 20 minutes. In the second period, the Islanders take control. Mark Parrish gets his 14th of the year from Michael Pekka at 7:57, and then 21 seconds later, it was Michael Pekka from Marius Tchaikovsky and Mark Parrish. 3-1 Islanders after two. In the third, the Isles extend their lead. Mark Parrish, shorthanded in this instance. He gets the shorty, his 15th from Claude Lapointe at 535. And then two minutes and 13 seconds later, he completes the hat trick, his 16th from Marius Tchaikovsky and Michael Pekka at 7.48. Late goals by Marty McGinnis and Paul Correa get the Ducks close, but the Islanders skate away with a 5-3 win. In goal, by the way, Garth Snow, 34 saves, but it's the hat trick and an assist for Mark Parrish. He got those three goals on five shots on goal that led the Islanders in that category. And uh, a three-point night for Michael Pekka with a goal and two assists, but happy birthday to the gutsy forward Mark Parrish, 44 years old today, and we wish him a happy birthday and many happy more. All right, Islanders facing the Buffalo Sabres, Sabres 4-4-2 and two coming in to this game, a, a regulation win, and the Islanders will pass Buffalo in the standings, they'd be even in points, but the Isles would have a game in hand. And, you know, the Sabres are a young team still. They are learning how to win at this point. Goals against is their problem area. Unlike the Islanders, they are 25th right now in the league in goals against. And that's an area they really need to clean up right now. Uh so far, offensively, no surprise, Jack Eichel is their leading point getter. He has two goals and 11 points. Victor Olofsson, 10 points. Taylor Hall, uh, nine points. But surprisingly enough for Taylor Hall, only one of those nine is a goal. Uh, in goal, Linus Olmark and Carter Hutton are the two big goalies. Uh, we shall see who gets the start. For Buffalo. So the top line, Eichel, Hall, and Olofsson. Eric Stahl centers the second line with Jeff Skinner and Dylan Cousins on his wings. The third line, Curtis Lazar is the pivot with Casey Middlestadt and Riley Sheehan on his wings. Cody Eakin is the fourth line center with Tobias Reeder and Kyle Oposo on his wings. As far as the defensive pairings go, Jake McCabe and Rasmus Ritzelainen are the top pairing. The second pair, Rasmus Dahlin and Colin Miller, Colin Miller rather, Brandon Montour and Henry and Henri uh, Yokoharu are the third pairing. So we'll keep an eye on that lineup 
for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Zemgis uh, Gergesen's out, and Sam Reinhardt day-to-day, so that's their injury situation, and we'll see whether Carter Hutton or Linus Olmark gets the start in goal. Uh, in the early going, it's Olmark who's playing a little bit better. He is 3-1 and one with a 2.56 goals against and a 9-14 save percentage. Big game for the Islanders. You know, they're 0-3-2 in their last five. Cannot afford to have this losing streak in a shortened season go any further. Buffalo is a team that, in theory, the Islanders should be able to beat. Uh, not so much because Buffalo is a bad team, but this is a home game, and I think the Islanders should be able to get enough points against that mediocre Buffalo defense uh, while still having to contain the Buffalo offense, and Eichel is worth the price of admission, so to speak. The thing that you have to worry about if you're the Islanders, and it's uncharacteristic, they have had so many breakdowns in their own zone uh, over the course of this five-game winless streak, and that's something that is not like a Barry Trotz coach team, very un-Islander-like, and it's something this team is going to have to change if they hope to get back on track. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Islanders. We will be back tomorrow with another episode. We will wrap up and analyze what happened in tonight's game in Buffalo, and uh, we will start to look ahead to Thursday's game against the Sabres, again, hoping that everyone is safe during this uh, nor'easter that we're all having, and stay inside if you can. Be well, everybody, and of course, let's go Islanders!